time to relax, and you know what that means. It's time for the show that it's not dead, even though it kind of smells like it. I'm Kevin Jank. Uh, uh, Peter Jank. <laughs> this is the original Janksters podcast. Yep. We uh, we're we're back in the saddle. Uh, after a good probably month off here. <laughs> yeah, no, it was definitely. I think we took I our sweet time. Yep. <laughs> well, I mean, to be honest, so we did. Uh, we let's see. Uh, the weekend there was one weekend before you guys. Came, I don't even remember. I just remember you guys came on a weekend, so we didn't do it then. Yep. And then we had a vacation for everybody to catch everyone up. We did a vacation where everybody had come to the old state of Washington. Very old, mm-hmm. so old that it's new. And uh, <laughs> we did some stuff here. Uh, some definitely some drinking. Definitely some yep. uh, rooting and tooting. <laughs> Um, we were there for about four days, but it, it seemed like a month. <laughs> yes. Yes, it did. It was the longest vacation I think I've ever taken, where it was only just one week long. I still don't understand how time worked <laughs> during that week. Yeah. But my God. It wasn't that, <laughs> we like, did get a lot done. The, yeah, exactly. It wasn't like that time was dragging. It's just we did so much. And yet yeah. <laughs> still tried to keep it relatively cheap without having to do too much. I don't even know how we did most of it. Sure. <laughs> we did a pretty good job of keeping the expenses down on this go around. Yeah. Um, but shortly after that, we decided to all take a trip while they were here. Of course, we decided this uh, to go yeah. to Vegas. <laughs> not months ahead of time. No, no, no. Not a, of course not. <laughs> um, but yeah, we decided to go That'd to Vegas. Silly. And that was uh, that was a lot of fun. Uh, we, we did things that we've mm-hmm. never done before. So uh, including to see the pen and or the teller and or the both. Oh. God, they're so good. They were amazing, and I loved it. <laughs> it was a blast. Yep. Um, uh, excellent show. Highly recommend it to anybody going oh out god. to Vegas. Oh, God, yes. And I think they change it up all the time, so. <laughs> yeah, that's what <laughs> they're saying. If they ever go back, we can go see them again. And they have so many tricks, too, so it's just like you get to see something a little bit new. You might see a little bit of old, a little bit of new, and even if I saw just a little bit of old, it was so good, I don't give a shit. Yeah. And it seems like they're like... One of their big things is just giving away how to do certain things and like giving away some secrets of magic while they go along because they're just like, whatever, we got more shit. We'll come up with some new stuff. Who gives a fuck? (laughs) I just I love that whole attitude. I agree. It was so good. Um, It was just so much fun to do and go to. And uh, uh, before the show even started, they allowed the entire audience to come up on stage to look at these boxes uh, to basically just figure out if there's anything weird with them or whatnot. One box was clear. The other one was made of wood. Uh, Most people just went in there, including ourselves, in there to just take pictures, um, which was super fun. I really, really liked hanging out. And the best part was is Penn was uh, playing the bass as like kind of (laughs) like an intro band to his own show. It was just, oh, so much fun. It really was. And then right afterwards, like they go straight to the lobby, like right after they finish the show, walk right out to the lobby and they'll just stay there and hang out for as long as people want to stick around and meet them and just sign everything. Take pictures of you and them and do anything you want, pretty much, basically. And they'll just stick around for as long as it takes till everyone's satisfied. Yep. It was so cool, man. It was so cool. Yeah. That's such a great thing because normally that would cost you like extra money. You have to get some special like VIP thing, go in the back and meet them or something. But no, they're just like, fuck it. You already paid to see the show. This is part of it. The best part <laughs> we'll was is, like they were also having fun with it because they would like make jokes or have fun or like make fun of you or the people that yeah. they're doing like shout outs to, which was really funny. 
Um, it was just a really good time, and they just seemed yeah. like really genuine guys. So that's cool. They really do. Yeah, it, it it was great. I can't recommend it enough. But yeah, Vegas altogether was a, a blast. We definitely did a lot of stuff we've never done before. We went to like a rooftop party, which was fun. Um, we went to a topless pool, which was not fun. <laughs> no, that was the opposite of. <laughs> Less said about that, the better. That was that was just awful. I didn't like it. <laughs> <laughs> it Spoiler promises alert. so much in the name, but uh, it's our, not deliver. <laughs> my salesman for uh, my salesman, my sales guy uh, that I deal with work, uh, at work. He was at Vegas this weekend or this week. And I was like, oh, where are you at? Like, which hotel? And he's like, oh, the Mirage. I was like, oh, you got to go to the booby pool. He's like, what? <laughs> I was like, there's a topless pool there uh, at the Mirage. He's like, oh, really? I'm actually at the pool right now. I was like, at the topless one? He's like, no, 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 no. I'm just at the normal one. I was like, oh, you totally need to go to the topless one. It's called the Bear Pool. <laughs> and he's like, oh, okay. Oh, that sounds like a lot of fun. He didn't actually end up going, but I was trying to hype it up so he'd go there and get very disappointed. <laughs> Yep, that seems to be the name of the game over there is just crushing dreams. <laughs> I mean, honestly, if you are interested in older women or women with C-sections, the beer pool is the place to go. It <laughs> yeah. is just amazing then. Dreams <sighs> yeah. will come true. <laughs> Do you like nipples that are the size of sausage links? <laughs> <laughs> Not sausage patties, but the links themselves. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh boy. Yeah, it was bad. That, that <laughs> it was, was real bad. It was really awkward and really bad. And <laughs> it was a decision that I'm glad that I made, just so I could say, "Well, at least I've done this." And no, I will never do it again. Yeah. <laughs> and then, Agreed. I felt like that—that's probably what it was going to be, and it definitely met my expectations, at least. <laughs> I kind of—I mean, I. That's kind of what I feared it was going to be. And like, I thought there'd at least be like one good looking girl. <laughs> no, but no, there's no one know. under the age of 50 that had their top off. <laughs> no. one. Yeah, that's that's an accurate statement. Pretty disappointing. Yeah, it was very weird. A lot of older dudes. <laughs> and then at the, one end of the pool was nothing but a bunch of just random, like younger dudes, probably yeah. just looking for that, that spice to spice up their <laughs> life Gross. and it was it was so packed it was a tiny ass pool and then they just like cram everybody in yeah. so just like oh the there's worst, no the worst part to move. about it was uh the fact that like when we were trying to put our stuff down uh there was a couple like benches that didn't have anybody on it and i was like do we have to pay for these like what's going on so we talked to the host guy and he's like oh yeah, yeah no you just have to uh uh, buy a drink. I was like, oh, that sounds reasonable. And he says, yeah, it's a $500 minimum, though. It's like, what the shit? Yeah. <laughs> what kind of fucking drink do <laughs> what I What drink is that? <laughs> what kind of fucking drink? God damn. You better <laughs> fucking put a dead baby seal in this drink. <laughs> I want it to be live, and then I want to club it myself for $500. Yeah. <laughs> $500 for what? To look at old women's boobs? No. <laughs> Yeah, so we just kind of put our stuff in between a couple of <laughs> little cabana things. And uh, yeah, it was just awkward all the way around. All of it was really just. But yeah, no, we did other stuff, though, and it was fun. We did some gambling and we did some sightseeing, of course. But overall, really fun time in Las Vegas. Um, I don't remember what we were doing the other two weeks. I think 
Uh, oh, and uh, then uh, I went to uh, Central Washington or Center Washington, whatever you want to call it, last weekend. So I wasn't able to do anything then podcast related. So I apologize, everybody. It's the <laughs> summertime. Bite me. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> what do you want from me? <laughs> I'm just a but the long and short of it is uh, there's been some other issues this week that have prevented us from kicking off the uh, the alien franchise <laughs> that we were planning on doing. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Uh, so instead, we'll be talking about another movie, which kind of ties into our vacation. It does. Uh, because, <laughs> yeah. When we were still in Washington, one of the things we did was we went to Mount St. Helens and we were walking around and exploring the uh, the lava tubes. Yes, and the uh, the ape caves in uh, Mount St. Helens. Uh, yeah, is very cool. Um, I mean, it. I guess in the long and short of it, it is just basically just tubes in the earth. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was really cool to kind of walk through them and just know knowing that there was lava, and we also hit other places too um, that were lava related or volcano related that uh, seemed really <laughs> cool. Um, but yeah. Um, I was trying to find Santa. <laughs> yep. <laughs> sure were. And he would just randomly take off and just be start yelling for Santa. <laughs> somebody somebody told me he was down there. <laughs> you know he loves volcanoes. He's known for tropical locations. <laughs> right. So I just I, I'm just confused in why I couldn't find him. Uh, and we made it all the way to the end of it and it's still no Santa. Um, but he must yeah. have been in that upper one that we didn't go to, the two-hour one. Right. Oh, yeah, that's right. I forgot. I'm kind of <laughs> glad we didn't do that. My arm was killing me. It still hurts me. Uh-huh. My fucking elbow. Does it really? Yeah, dude. It's not as bad anymore, thankfully. Uh, taking last weekend off was definitely something I needed. Uh, yeah, apparently I got tendonitis from playing an arm wrestling machine at uh, an <laughs> arcade. Uh, I beat it, but in the long yep, run, sure I lost. Did. Yeah, Uh, it's the most expensive arm wrestling game ever yeah now you have to pay the doctor yep i had to go to the doctor i had to go figure out what's going on i explained to him my symptoms and he basically did a couple like reflex tests and stuff like that and he's like yeah you definitely have uh tendonitis and he said the best thing for it is Ice packs and heating pads. And all. We're getting off topic here. So we were in the <laughs> we were in the caves, and I would also bring up the name Joshua. And <laughs> uh, basically, the movie Sanctum has a father son team that are spelunking in the caves. They don't call it spelunking, though. I have no fucking idea why they call it caving. Yeah, that's very weird. <laughs> it's caving, of course. This uh, is why I cave. It's not a verb. <laughs> That's a noun. Hey, it's a verb now. So, um, yeah, so we watched this movie Sanctum because I couldn't stop saying the word Joshua in the caves. <laughs> or Santa. What are those words were going to be said out of my mouth at any given yep. time? You wanted to find both of them. Yes. I heard they were having a tea party down there. Unfortunately, couldn't find the tea party or the other two guys. So it's, <laughs> it's very unfortunate. Um, but, yeah, so we... I told Kevin we got to watch. Well, I didn't say I didn't I didn't put him at gunpoint and say we need to watch the Sanctum. Um, but thankfully, True. we ended up watching it before my Amazon account got canceled. So um, <laughs> we uh, we watched the movie last weekend, I believe, and 
Uh, I think I watched it Monday or yeah, probably Monday. Okay. Uh, what were your overall thoughts? Uh, overall, let's see. The movie uh, we're talking about is the Sanctum, or just Sanctum, I, mean, I guess. Not sanctum. even the. Yeah. <laughs> it's just Sanctum. No, you no sanctum, sanctum, you brought him. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, came out what? I want to say like 2011. Oh, 2011. Wow. It's yep. later than I thought. Uh, it's yeah, it's uh, it was pretty good. <laughs> uh, I think it was the way you had talked about it was really what drew me in. <laughs> uh-huh. And that's probably what I'll remember most about the movie. <laughs> Uh-huh. Like without that, I probably wouldn't have remembered much about it. I would have been like, oh, that was all right. And then forgotten about the movie completely. <laughs> True. I feel like with this movie, though, um, I I remember watching it. I've seen it a few times before this, and I was like, yeah, I really, really like this movie. Um, but watching it this time, I don't know. I I felt like this time I was like paying attention more or something. I don't know. But I definitely <laughs> saw more flaws with it this time around, but it is, I, I still really do enjoy the movie. I think it's a, a, a good movie. It's fun. It's definitely very cliche. Like, Oh, these cave divers are going into a cave. Oh, there's a cave yep. and they're stuck in the cave. Now they got to figure out how to get out of the cave. It's like, <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've seen this and heard all about all this before. Um, yeah, it's a classic survival scenario, I guess. Um, but I do like the idea behind it. Basically they're in this cave that's in South America, I believe. And it is an actual cave. I did look this up because <laughs> I was like, oh, man, i got to find out if this cave actually exists. And it is, in fact, the mother of all caves. It's a giant, oh. a giant damn hole in the ground, and it just goes very, very deep into the earth. Um, I, don't, I didn't look really too much further past that. But obviously, um, what they're using as uh, evidence that the cave's got to go somewhere and it's got to be deeper is... Basically, because it is a giant open mouth in the earth, they say all the rain water falls in there, and they know that it flows somewhere, probably to the ocean or whatnot. That's not too, not terribly far from uh, the hole, I guess, or the cave itself. Um, and that's what they're basing this movie off of. They're trying to get to these places that nobody's ever explored before by following the flow of water, because they know that that's probably going to lead to somewhere. Um, and that's yep. all. That's all we know. Uh, so. There's yeah, a- it is kind of interesting because it starts out a lot like movies like The Descent or um, even The Meg to some extent. <laughs> where you are just like you're kind of expecting some crazy creature to pop out. But there is there's no, you know, subterranean creature or anything involved. It's all just basically normal things you would run into in an actual cave in scenario. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Definitely. All natural kind of things. It's more of a, a psychological uh, movie or even like an. I don't know, something like that. It's more of like a, uh, I don't know how to really say it, but you probably said it best, like a survival movie. There is nothing crazy down there. It's just people that are stuck in a cave trying to get out. Yeah. And a lot of people just ending up killing themselves (laughs) just to help everyone else, I guess. Yeah. Um, So (laughs) do that a lot. Oh man. What's the main guy's name? Um, The father. Oh, like the dad. Um, shit. I don't know. All I know is Joshua. (laughs) That's all you need to know. (laughs) <laughs> so there's a main He's guy Mr. Joshua I can't remember the main dude's name and it'll probably come to me because I know they say it a, a jillion times in the movie um, but he's got a son named Joshua and uh, they're both cavers 
<laughs> that are uh they're the ones who are basically heading this ex uh expedition into this cave the father more so than the son the son's basically being dragged into it he doesn't really yeah. like the idea of caving and he doesn't understand why his dad's really into it but uh, he does seem very good at it though like i don't know if it's just secondhand because he's been dragged on these things a bunch of times but he seems very reluctant to be a caver but he's also very good at it yeah yeah um he, he definitely there's a scene in the movie where he has to like basically scale this wall and then jump from one end of the wall to this platform so they can tie up some ropes and get across this meat grinder. Um, <laughs> it's, it's, it's insane. Anybody does a great yeah. job. Uh, little fact. Did you, do you know who that kid, what movie that you would know where that kid's from? Oh, no, I should have looked this up, but he definitely looked very familiar. It's going to kick you right in the pooper, but he did not have an accent in the movie that I'm about to tell you. Oh, uh, he is oh, man. Australian. What is it? it is the purge. He is the kid in the front door. Oh, shit. Yeah, that is him. I know. I know it is him. I'm telling, <laughs> I'm telling you that. I thought you were like that people on the website making up facts. But no, that <laughs> <laughs> actually makes sense. Yep. Oh, wow. Yep. 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 The first time I saw him in the purge, I was like, oh, God, I love this guy. It's Joshua. <laughs> um but yeah no so uh there's also uh basically mr stretch from fantastic fours in this movie i have no idea what his actual (laughs) mr fantastic yeah mr yeah mr stretch mr stretch um and then he brings his girlfriend stretch pants uh they've met on mount everest apparently so they're and the uh mr stretch also has a lot of money he's basically funding this whole entire expedition so um just to get notoriety and national geographic and you know to put his name on stuff um yeah so he should have just went to space and just got bombarded by cosmic rays would have worked out better for him (laughs) not financially (laughs) (laughs) but yeah so um they show up and then they have also a small team in the cave of course i can't remember anybody's name what do you think about that one guy though they're not important (laughs) mark or Man, I want to say his name was Mark, but I can't remember. The dude who actually who who, who fizzed up. Ah, <laughs> uh, he was cool. I like that guy. I've never seen him <laughs> yeah. in anything else except for this movie, and I wish I'd seen him in more stuff. He was just like That's a really true. stern guy who had at least a good comedic timing on certain things, but just seemed like a likable dude. I don't know. There's something about him. Yeah. Like, wow, how has he not been in more stuff? <laughs> Maybe he's just a caver, an actual caver. Um, oh, that could be. But yeah, so uh, the uh, the premise of this movie is uh, Mr. Stretch goes down there with his girlfriend because, man, I wish I could remember the guy's name, but Joshua's dad uh, has basically found a new way into the cave that nobody has ever been in uh, before. No man has ever entered this area. Uh, so they're going to go explore it, and of course, as they going down there there's a crazy typhoon hurricane thing happening above ground which causes uh the water to begin to rise like crazy and then a cave-in they're trapped and if they don't move forward they will drown i like the idea that gave them purpose to keep moving i think in most movies (laughs) if they didn't do something like that they'd be like well why would you move but if they didn't move (laughs) in this one it literally it just the water kept rising so they're like we need to do something else um so, it was weird to me that they killed off one of the ladies like before the shit even goes down, really. <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh, she's just she just sucked, I guess. 
So she died. For some reason, like she I remember herself. her name. That, that, her name was Jude's. Jude's. Oh, no, Jude's. Jude's. Apparently, uh, Frank is the name Frank. of Frank! Yeah, that's his name. <laughs> oh, my God. Thank you. Thank you for looking that up. It was going to drive me crazy. How I can't remember that, I don't know. But, um, yeah, so basically, yeah, you're right. Before this expedition, before Mr. Stretch can even get down there, uh, Frank and Jude's go into the water, and, that, and this is where they actually discover the pathway into this new uh, cave system. And unfortunately, as they were making their way through the pathway, uh, it looks like she probably got stuck and still squirmed her way through. But unfortunately, on the way back into that pathway after they discovered it, uh, her uh, the air tubes had basically just broken apart and she was just slowly uh, drowning. Um, there was nothing that they can do. Um, they tried to do something just to basically, or Frank tried to do something to basically try to keep her going, but... Yeah. Uh, there was nothing. I mean, there was nothing. It was either she went or they both went, um, which is unfortunate. And that is yeah. one of the most realistic death scenes, I think, or at least drowning wise, I think I've ever seen, though. Yeah, like, it's true. It is so bizarre. Because <laughs> they actually drowned that woman. <laughs> Jude actually died. Um, yeah, it's so crazy how they do it, because basically what ends up happening is, is, of course, she's she's struggling to stay alive and um uh, he's basically taking his respirator and giving it to her and then putting it back on his face and then back on her face and to the point to where mm-hmm. he he's just he, he can't do it he can't keep doing this he's he's running out of air uh faster uh while waiting while she's trying to breathe and <laughs> uh basically what ends up happening is is he pushes her away and she's still trying to like breathe but you can see her actually suck up the water she, you can see her just like kind of flail in the water just like <laughs> And then she just floats backwards. I was like, holy Jesus Christ, that was insane. <laughs> a, little, yeah. a little gruesome. I like it. Yeah, the deaths were pretty gruesome in this movie. I would definitely give it that. Yeah. They, uh, they don't pull any punches on that front. No, they do not. Not at all. Um, but yeah, so uh, we see dudes die. Go ahead. And that death kind of like, uh, it kind of sets up one of the running themes of the movie where it kind of is trying to paint Frank as like a bad guy, I guess, like. But he's really not. He's just kind of practical more so than anything. Right. Um, he's just I, like, well, I'm sorry. Like, I tried to save her, but I couldn't do it. Like, but Josh, Joshua gets all mad. Right. right. He doesn't understand. Um, no, I, I completely agree with that. Um, and that's definitely what the movie's doing. And uh, I don't know. He's just like one of those guys because it seems like he's just like, oh, uh, playing God down there. And I think even Mr. Stretch even like makes that comment. Like you can't just oh no, I think Joshua does. You can't play God uh, down here. Mm-hmm. But he's basically doing these things to help the other person. Like, what, like there's uh, another scene where another guy, he's basically uh, – uh, as the cave-in happens – he he's trying to hold this rock up before the, the basically it blocks the entrance to try to get these uh, the, the rest of the crew back into the cave. And unfortunately, uh, the rock falls. He falls into the water. But before he does, he uh, he kisses some cave on the way down. <laughs> um, unfortunately, cave was like, no, 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 that's rape and uh, rejected <laughs> him. He fell into the water and he got pretty fucked up in the face. Pretty fucked up in the face. Uh, <laughs> yeah, where they they end up finding him not too much longer after that, and uh, they're trying to resuscitate him, but there was nothing they can do. And Frank, I quote, plays God, where it was either <laughs> we just let him slowly die because there's nothing they could do for him. Either let him slowly yeah. die, or Frank basically just drowns him and ends his misery. 
Um, it is a very intense movie because of these scenes that do happen. It's just like, what else are we supposed to do? What, what are we going to do? Just drag this guy along. There's no way we don't have the medical gear to fix him or make him feel better or get him back to yeah. going. So Frank, we don't even know if we're going to get out of here at this point, let alone dragging this guy who's <laughs> going to die anyway. Exactly. So it, there are some pretty intense scenes in this movie and uh, I definitely like it for that for sure. Um, the acting in some of this was awful. Uh, Mr. Stretch's <laughs> uh, girlfriend has no reason being on screen. Just no reason. <laughs> I mean, she was good looking. That's a reason, I guess. She was annoying <laughs> as hell. Oh, my God. But Joshua liked that sexy little booty she had. <laughs> yeah, he did. Wetsuit or not. <laughs> Wetsuit or not. Oh, that was so dumb. Oh, yeah, I know. trying to get her to wear the wetsuit, and she's just like, no. I don't want to. A dead person was in it. <laughs> like, get over it, bitch. <laughs> you understand where you're at, right? <laughs> this is like a life or death situation. Can't really worry about that some dead person was wearing this a while ago. <laughs> it's a wetsuit. You need one. Do it. Stupid girl. <laughs> at least like later when she's kind of freaking out and uses her knife when she wasn't supposed to. Like, that's at least understandable. Like, I could at least kind of get why she'd freak out when your fucking skin is, like, all tangled oh, up I in know. this fucking that hook scene and shit. That is so like, gross. Um, yeah. The one thing I don't like is there is absolutely fucking... I mean, that knife had to be a laser beam for it to cut. So <laughs> I think she takes two swipes at her hair to try to cut her hair yeah. out of this device or mechanism that's basically uh, being used to hold her up, but her hair gets stuck in it. So she's trying to cut her hair away, and in two swipes, I'm pretty sure it was fucking two... Um, she somehow cuts the rope and she just falls into the meat grinder. And that was it. That was the end of her, which is fine. (laughs) I was okay with that. Of course, Mr. Stretch was not okay with that. Um, No, (laughs) he goes off the deep end after that. uh, Even though it was pretty much her own fault. The one guy was telling her, hey, don't do that. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I'll try to get you down, but you got to stop freaking out. It was totally her own fault. There's no fucking reason (laughs) why she did any of that. Well, no, yeah, she, it, it was understandable. Like you said, I mean, she's yeah, freaking the fuck I do out. understand why she freaked out there, but again, you know, the guy's trying to help, but it just doesn't work out. <laughs> Mr. Stretch does not, uh, did not feel the same way. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, but it does come up to one of the greatest scenes that you'll ever see in your life. <laughs> um, but yeah, so well, uh, basically what ends up happening is because uh, we're kind of getting ahead of ourselves a little bit. Uh, they all have to move through the system to just basically get out of this water that's slowly starting to rise. They they make it through the system, but because it is such a deep dive, they basically have to... Oh, man, what is it uh, called? Um, they say it uh, uh, oh, so like many damn Buddy time. breathe? No, not buddy breathe. Because um, they, they have all the air things, but they say it a jillion times in that 31 feet below or whatever the fucking shark movie is called. Um, oh... Shit. Uh, uh, 48 meters down. Yeah, but I don't oh, remember I what it's knows. called. Uh, but basically, they have to repressurize themselves because if they don't. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, they basically have to uh, do that. If they don't, then they'll fizz up. I don't understand how you they're the going to. bends. The bends, yes. Uh, I don't know how they they did it because the repressurizing thing that they had was before the uh, going back up through the bell. 
So I, I don't know. I don't know how they did it. But unfortunately, the one guy that I actually like in the movie, he uh, <laughs> he, he ends up getting the bends and he's just coughing up blood and all this stuff. And he's yeah. one of the first people to go besides Jude's, I believe. Oh, and that one guy um, that Frank had to kill. Um, yeah, that guy's a baller, though. He just kind of like suffocates himself. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if he completely suffocates himself, but he... Uh, he he's he reminded me of like a a pet that doesn't want to be like like when a pet's sick or even like when a pet's dying the pet knows that it doesn't want to be around because he's like ashamed or like embarrassed mm-hmm. and he does something similar because he's talking to Joshua basically just to say you know your dad's not this bad guy that you think he is he's actually a really good guy you just need to get to know him and he goes through this whole scene and then shortly after that he finds a spot like in the cave to where he can kind of like tuck himself into. And Frank and Joshua go looking for him, but he's he's just basically hiding in the spot, knowing he's just going to slow him down. There's no way. There's nothing. Again, he, there's there's nothing that they can do about this. So he's just going to just slowly die. And it's like yeah. one of those scenes you're just like, oh my god, you feel bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, very much. Um, but yeah, so that he does that. That's fun. Huh? <laughs> That's cool. <laughs> neat little thing. We all there. had a good time with that. <laughs> um, but yeah, so they do that whole thing. Um, and then they keep pushing forward. This is where we basically see, um, oh man, what's it called? Uh, the meat grinder, I think at this point, or at least close to it. <laughs> yeah. Which probably. is basically just this giant like pool of water that is just continuously just getting pounded by like, uh, more water just closing into this hole and they have to, uh, jump or climb or somehow get over this hole to get to the other side where the the remainder of the cave looks like it continues. So Joshua does that thing where we talked about earlier, where he climbs across to uh, grab a rope and get everybody across safely. Um, So he does that, but on the way over, what's her face gets her hair caught in the the mechanism and then basically just dies. Uh, Mr. Stretch, not very happy about this. <laughs> not nope. very happy about this. This is where he slowly starts to lose his damn mind. Um, they, it's just Joshua, Frank, and Mr. Stretch at this point. And <laughs> uh, they're walking through the cave. And I think they had one air respirator thing left. And Mr. Stretch ends up taking it and just diving into the water to find some kind of salvation. <laughs> Um, but, uh, now Joshua and Frank are basically just left alone. They have no, no way of going through that water, uh, they don't have that air respirator, but they end up finding a a new way of at least possibly trying to get out because they, uh, one of them finds some guano and, um, so yeah, they, they at least explore that direction, which really sucks. This is the one part where it's just like the slap in the penis, um, (laughs) So they find they find a complete entrance to the cave, but it's another giant hole above the ground. So they see where an old tank had fallen through during whatever war it was in or whatever the hell. Um, yeah. And they cannot they can't do anything about it. They can't get up. They can't get up through this hole. It's like a giant dome and there's only a hole at the very top. So it's like there's no way they can climb it. So they, they oh. make the decision to either uh, well, they come up with the options to either stay there. And see if somebody will help him, which is probably not very likely because nobody's found the tank. <laughs> or press nope. forward and see if they can follow the river and hopefully get out. They do that. Um, yeah, probably a smart choice. So at this point, 
their their battery life is almost out on a lot of their flashlights and whatnot. And uh, apparently, got more lumens. Yep, all of the lumens, <laughs> all of them. Uh, but they end up finding Mister Stretch again. He is completely out of light and completely out of his mind. Um, <laughs> It goes he, up to uh, Joshua. He, found, he found the woman's body, I guess, after <laughs> went to the meat grinder. Yeah, and just kind of brought it with him. <laughs> He's like, Frank, don't go, don't go over there, Frank. Frank, please, don't go over there. <laughs> Josh, where do you got any food? Oh, food. <laughs> it's a weird food scene. <laughs> you get hungry by making sweet, sweet love to that woman's corpse. <laughs> Such a weird thing, but yeah, he finds finds her and basically. Uh, I don't know. I don't know what the fuck you do with there. <laughs> it's, it's a weird scene. But um, starting to get closer to the end here where uh, now Mr. Stretch has definitely lost his goddamn mind. And he is, um, I don't know. I, I think he's trying to basically just take over all the like supplies maybe. I mean, he mm-hmm. loses his mind. He just straight up attacks Frank, which is the greatest, greatest <laughs> fucking scene. This is the scene right here. When he attacks Frank, like, you'd think that everything's okay, but uh, Frank and Joshua are like, hey, you know what, we're going to move on, uh, we're going we're gonna to keep going, and what's-his-face is like, well, what about Mr. Stretch? Joshua's like, what about Mr. Stretch? And the, he's like, oh, I don't even know what Frank fucking says, but he's basically not coming <laughs> with. He's like, oh, he can come with if he wants, basically. Uh, but one way or another, Mr. Stretch just wants all of, all of it for himself, I guess, and... Uh, he grabs a rock <laughs> in the most horrendous attack scene I've ever seen where he jumps at Frank with a rock. He's like, ah! <laughs> it just reminded me. It's like, who the fuck would do that? Ha! <laughs> <laughs> ah! oh You're right. That was pretty bad. <laughs> oh, my God. Not very. He hasn't gone to the Ninja Academy, apparently. No, not yet. <laughs> ah! uh, so he does it's that like not intimidating or stealthy no not at all none of it none uh the worst part is is uh frank is then knocked to the ground and uh mr stretch gets on top of him keeps picking frank up and down basically slamming him to the ground <laughs> and to the point to where uh he picks him up and slams him on a couple stalagmites those are the ones that come off the ground stalactites hold tightly oh, to this look at you. yeah i know i'm a fucking caver um <laughs> But yeah, uh, but unfortunately, as he slams him onto the ground, Frank's back goes into some stalagmites. Joshua shows up with uh, some of the fuel that they took from the tank and uh, basically a, a small lantern, I guess you can call it, uh, and throws this fuel and fire onto Mr. Stretch, causing him maybe the second best scene in the movie to scream like Banshee. <laughs> um, and he just he's covering the hell so up. many different superheroes, and he jumps into the water. Uh, yeah, he's even the human torch there for a second. Like he was completely <laughs> engulfed. Um, but yeah, so he jumps into the water and just Joshua beats the shit out of him. And then, uh, he somehow starts to win the fight. Some, I don't even know how the fuck that happened, but he starts to win the fight <laughs> and then he's like, fuck it. I'm just taking off. And then just jumps into the water again, <laughs> like, like a fish or something. I don't know. Um, but yeah, it jumps into the water and that's basically the last time we'll see him alive. Yep. Uh, and unfortunately, this is also going to be the last time that we see Frank alive. Um, dun, dun, dun. He is slowly dying because he's bleeding out from the back. It's not like he would probably die right away, but he is going to 
there's again, there's nothing down there. There's nothing they can do, and he can. He's probably somehow damaged some nerves or whatever. He he could barely. Yeah. There's uh, no Walgreens. Not even a CVS. Not even a CVS. <laughs> That's the most fucked up thing. No CVS <laughs> or Rite Aids. Um, yeah. But yeah, so we he he basically asked Joshua to kind of like put him in the water. Joshua. Joshua. Come here. Come here. I want to tell you about a poem your mother liked. <laughs> I like that poem. Xanadu de Kubrakan. I don't know the rest, but I can get that far. And that's impressive. Xanadu and Cobra Kai. <laughs> um, but he says, Joshua, come here. Would you help me? Come on, would you help me? <laughs> Joshua, help me, please. Just, I wish stop. people could see the faces you're making <laughs> and the hand motions. Yeah. <laughs> like a like a flipper. <laughs> help me. He turns into Danny DeVito in Batman Returns. <laughs> um, so he basically asked Joshua to put him in the water and off him like he off that one guy. Um, <laughs> so yeah, Joshua puts him in the water. He's very reluctant to do so because obviously this is his father, not some random yeah. tribesman. Uh, <laughs> so Joshua ends up actually doing this. He drowns his dad, which is very sad. Um, and yeah, his Frank dies, and it's very uh, yeah. It's a sad, sad part. But Joshua presses Bye, forward. He's got one breather thing, not much in it, but he's he's. Got no other choice. You can only push forward at this point. So uh, this is another scene that I thought was really cool. Um, I don't know if I would think of it if I'm slowly drowning in water, but eventually it gets to the point to where <laughs> the canister runs out of air, but he's still underwater. So he goes to the towards the top of the cave and starts breathing in some of the bubbles. I don't know how he knows that there are either oxygen or carbon dioxide bubbles that are basically air pockets. Yeah. Um, but... It gets him through, uh, but then, of course, he starts to run out of light. <laughs> Thankfully, he remembers that his father wow. gave him this weird uh, flashlight that was from, a, I think, a walrus tooth. Or no, a warthog. It was a warthog's tooth. Oh, yeah. Uh, so he uses that to basically get the remainder of the way. He f- ends up finding the ocean, or at least a hole to the ocean. He pops out of the water, and he makes it. Um, he survives, and all is well with the world. And that's Yay. that's the sanctum. And he makes it back to land where he goes on to participate in the purge. Correct. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Killing his father broke him inside. Making and he got a taste for blood. A seek or a prequel to the purge. I like it. <laughs> it all makes sense now. It's all coming together. <laughs> all right. So overall, how would you rank this movie? Uh good. I'd say probably I'll give it a six. Okay. Yeah, I'm probably somewhere in there as well. I mean, most of the funny parts are usually the Joshua. Or I really <laughs> yeah. like the the, the uh, what's it called? The poem that Frank does that kind of gets stuck <laughs> yep. in my head. Every time I hear the word Xanadu, Xanadu I, always, I always think of the <laughs> damn poem. It's like Xanadu the Kubla Khan. Kubla Ki, Kubla Khan. Life goes on. <laughs> <laughs> um... <laughs> Uh, there was one scene. I told you that there was boobs in here, and I feel like 
that was almost a lie. Um, yeah. There was one scene where there was one chick in here who, where she's apparently wearing, I don't know, maybe a white shirt or something, but her shirt's wet and you can see her boobs, but I could have sworn there was a scene in here where you see boobs. And I think what it was is I got confused with the abyss <laughs> because oh. it was another like wetsuit thing. And I was like, oh, I think that they actually take the wetsuit off of the chick, but they don't. <laughs> yeah, I was definitely disappointed in that regard. I thought that when you said there was going to be nudity, I'm like, oh, this is going to be one of those movies where like, you know, oh, we're trapped down here. Might as well fuck <laughs> before we die. <laughs> yeah, because that's what I like to whisper while I'm caving in Mount St. Helens. <laughs> We're all going to die anyway. Quick, put it in me before we die. Put it in me. That's the only way. Apparently it was not that kind of movie. <laughs> yeah, so I guess I made it. was a love story between Joshua and his dad. <laughs> <laughs> So I may have made a little stinky, all right? And I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I was oversold. Where's my six bucks? Yeah, <laughs> I'm sorry. But yeah, that was the movie. Um, I, I like the movie. It's pretty good. It does. Yeah, it's straightforward. It's a simple story, but it, it works. Uh, the locations obviously are great. <laughs> There's definitely some parts where you could definitely tell there's CGI, though. There's no yeah. doubt about that. Um. But it's not a horrible movie at all. Uh, it does not do well on uh, apparently Rotten Tomatoes. Like, oh, really? Apparently, it's like in the 33s. I thought it was better <laughs> than that. Still better than Dark Phoenix. <laughs> yeah, that's. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't. I wouldn't say it's near that bad. It's a low budget kind of, you know, horror thriller. I would say. Yeah, And it doesn't do a bad job. The people aren't, like, overly annoying or, you know, bad, like, in that regard. So I have no no issues. It, it accomplished what it tried to do, I think. Yeah, for sure. I, I agree with that, so. You do feel bad for Josh and his dad. Yep. Sad. Sad moments in there. But, yeah, no. That's the sanctum. So there's that, I guess. Yeah. That, that was a movie. All right. Definitely <laughs> a movie. So we'll, uh, we'll probably do another um, palate cleanser next week. And then after that, we will start up with the Alien franchise. For real this time. <laughs> yeah. It's going to happen someday, I swear. <laughs> as long as nothing happens to my Amazon again, it will absolutely <laughs> happen. <laughs> That's a lot of ifs. <laughs> the way things are going. Yep, I'm very angry right now, but that's all right. Don't know. Bill, what you fuck. make me angry, Phil. All right, old Phil Amazons. So what else? What else do we got? All right. Well, um, I guess let's take a look at some album artwork first off. Right, um, pull me away. Do a, that's fine. <laughs> I'll do a shorter one <laughs> since we have other things to talk about. Um, but let's take a look at the Cranberries and uh, their album artwork. Alrighty. <laughs> Believe there's only about seven of them. Um, I can't say they're going to probably get a high, high score. <laughs> oh, okay. But why not? You don't like the, uh, can all be winners. The Cranberry arts. <laughs> it's a lot of shots of them. <laughs> Which isn't bad, but it's not amazing. 
the uh, <laughs> first album oh, from 1993 is a little album called Everybody Else is Doing It, So Why Can't We? <laughs> Which I definitely do love that title. It's definitely a long one, but it kind of flows. It's not like Rage and Fall, Rage and Grace, where you're just like listing words. It's an actual sentence that makes sense. <laughs> hmm. Okay. It is just a Everybody bunch of albums. Else is it's doing just it. them, huh? Why can't we? <laughs> yep. That's the thing. Like, especially early on, it seemed like sitting on a couch was their theme, <laughs> yeah. which I'm not against when you have a theme. So I get it gets some points for at least sticking with it over and over again. Uh huh. But uh, not a very dynamic shot, I would say. No, very dark. <laughs> yeah. It's like I will say as someone who's tried to, you know, put their face on different album covers and that kind of thing. This one is one I've never been able to do. Cause I can't create that same kind of shadow effect where like half the face is completely engulfed in shadow and half of it's not. Mm-hmm. So it's got some, you know, I guess I'll give it credit for that. I'm gonna, and then it did I'm a good job on that. that. They have photographers <laughs> that can specialize in that. That wasn't on them. <laughs> so picture wise, I mean, I'll give it a five, and that's really just because it's the they did it again. I'm going to give it a no. three. <laughs> okay. No, I average out to a four. <laughs> that seems fair. Um, everybody else is doing it, so why can't we? I, I love that title. I'm going to give that a ten. I'm going to give it a six. All right. <laughs> I think it's just too much of a mouthful. I'm not a big fan of, like, long. I mean, I, I may have spoofed one when I was a kid, but when it comes to, like, actual <laughs> title albums i don't want a whole sentence i like something that almost like sums up the album i don't want just a big old like a, a few words not a whole sentence <laughs> yeah that's fair but i don't mind it if it's a sentence that i like saying like for some reason this is one of the things that like i get stuck in my head and then i just like saying it <laughs> um oh. interplay between the two Really nothing. <laughs> None. I'm going to give this a one because I think it's a scale of one to ten, I believe. Right. Yeah. We've never given a zero, but if we if we could give a zero, this would probably be a zero. <laughs> All right, this is a one. Yep. All right. Well, if they stuck it self-titled, then it would have been at least a ten. And this is the cranberries. <laughs> <laughs> next up is 1994. Just one year later, I guess. Uh no need to argue. All right. And there's that couch again. <laughs> yep. Um, I like this one more. It's a little more iconic in the fact that you can actually see them all. <laughs> and the positioning, I guess, is good. Yeah. So I'll give it probably a six. I'll We're sticking it, with the theme. I'm going to give it a five. It's a little bit better than the last one. Okay. That's fair. Uh, no need to argue. It doesn't really flick my bean all that much. <laughs> um, I mean, it's not super generic enough where you're just like, you know, one word thing that kind of doesn't do anything. But I also wouldn't say it's great. I'd probably give it like a three. Oh, wow. Jesus. I like it. It's not bad. Uh, I'd probably stick with the six. I think it's just above average. Okay. Well, maybe I'll go four. All right. Uh, interplay <laughs> again, unless they called it like couch time. <laughs> There's not going to be a lot. 
<laughs> no need to argue. We can all sit on the couch. <laughs> <laughs> and even that. Except you, Dolores. Yeah. You sit in front of the couch. <laughs> uh, I'm going to give it another one. Yep. <laughs> Again, unless they really specifically state in the in the album, like it was supposed to be like a little. Uh, it was an argument. Hey, no need to argue. We could all have couch. And then I'd be like, oh, <laughs> that's very very good. Then I like that. The first one was we were all talking about how come everybody else was doing it, sitting on a couch. Why can't we? <laughs> this one is now it's no the need 90s to after all. We can all have couch. <laughs> <laughs> oh god all right next up we've got from 1996 to the faithful departed all right it's uh another band shot but no couch this time zero couch <laughs> they they nixed the couch and uh, instead just went in the yellow room uh with yellow instruments and they're all kind of wearing like purplish yeah kind of all t- similar suits which is uh, interesting, I guess. All right. <laughs> um, I'm going to say, picture-wise, I'd give it probably a three. Because it's kind of sticking with the theme of having band shots, but there's no couch. <laughs> so that hurts. <laughs> Maybe in that window that's behind them, there's a couch. <laughs> Um, I'm going to probably give it a, a four. I think it's a fine shot. I like artistically, like the colors and everything. I think that that's mm-hmm. fine. Uh, I would just say it's slightly below average, mainly because there's zero creativity. There's literally, this is the third band shot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I get it. You're the cranberries. That, it's you four. Got it. Well, they will change it up with the next one, but <laughs> I'd say not in a good direction. Perfect. Um, Title wise, I actually do like that title uh, to the faithful departed. Uh, that just feels very Irishy. <laughs> yes. So I will give that probably um, a seven and, or an eight. I will give it a um, seven. I think that's a seven. Yeah, seven like seems fine. Title. Yeah, that's good. Um, again, connection between the two. That's a one again. Yeah, they're not doing wait, so hot on that. Wait. <laughs> Now, let's think about this. To the faithful departed. They are wearing suits. Maybe they went to a weird prince funeral. (laughs) And what did they depart? The couch. Oh. I'm giving it a two. I'm giving it a two. All right. I like it. We stretched the tabby to make this work. (laughs) All right. Uh, Next up is 1999. Bury the hatchet. All right. Hold on. Let me find Or bury a friend right now. (laughs) I wish. I want to end me. I can't. This is just some like bad attempted Photoshop to me. Hold on, I gotta find it. Bury a hatchet. Uh, bury the hatchet. Bury the hatchet. I want to end me. Oh my god! What the fuck? This is one where you're just like, what the fuck were you thinking? <laughs> it's uh, like a desert scene with some kind of naked person just huddled up, <laughs> cowering on the ground, and just a weird floating eye in the sky behind them. It took me a second to figure out that that, that was an eye. I thought it was a weird arrow. 
that had like fluffy wings. Yeah, it does have a weird drawing of the eye. <laughs> like it's like a definitely a CGI of some sort. Yes, now, I cannot but wait until well we done. get to the uh, comparison of the the art and the title because I feel like that's going to be <laughs> just spot on. Oh, look at this. I'm looking on Wikipedia and it says the album cover was divine, designed by Storm Thorgerson, was later featured in Pitchfork Media's list of the worst record covers of all time. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yep. That sounds about right. So I think for that alone, it's got to get a one. Yep. <laughs> I'm not. I'm going to give it a two because fuck it. All right. I'm giving it a two. I like it. <laughs> Just because there's nudity. <laughs> I just, More nudity than sanctum. I just want to like let's let's break this down just real quick. Let's break <laughs> it down. This guy is wandering through the desert naked. All right, and there is a. I would imagine that this eye is just following him, but he yeah. doesn't see it at first. And then he sees the eye, and he's like, "No, please go away, or I'm gonna make dumpy." <laughs> I don't want you to see me naked. Only my butthole. <laughs> I'm going to give you a clear view of that. <laughs> Take uh, that, you jerk. <laughs> it's just a weird, weird picture. All right. Yeah, I don't know what they were trying to go for with this or what they were trying to say, if anything. Um, it just seems random and stupid. <laughs> I'm giving it a two because the guy's making dumpy. <laughs> and there's an eye watching. And we're all watching. Maybe that's what it represents. We're all watching this. <laughs> the eye of Sauron is watching him take a dump. <laughs> oh God! All right, bury the hatchet. I mean, that's always that's a good title. I feel like it's not very creative, but I like the title. Um, I'm probably just gonna give it a five, though. It's a solid title, but I feel like it's not unique. I would imagine that that's there's fair. probably other people who have also used this title at some point. <laughs> You know what? That is a good point. I would bet you there's a lot of that, especially, but or probably but even more so when bands like get back together. <laughs> yeah. Like they broke up and they get back together and shit. They're just like, let's name this Barry the Hatchet. Yep. Imagine there's a lot of that. <laughs> uh, but I'll give it a five. I think it's a, it's a, it's a solid title to an album. Just not a great one. Yeah. Not original. Yeah. Okay, uh, now for your favorite part. One. The interaction between the two. <laughs> oh, I thought you were going to have some some real insights here. No, nope, there's the eyes trying to bury a hatchet in that guy's bottle. <laughs> no, this is a one. What does this have to do with anything? I just want to know what the hell they were thinking when they decided to call this bury the hatchet and having a guy taking dumpy while we're watching. Like, I don't get it. And he's so far away. It, the, like the album, like the picture's off center too, which is just driving me completely goddamn nuts. <laughs> give me, give me something, please. Why are we seeing this? Is he burying the hatchet right now? Like he's just. Like... <laughs> That's what he calls taking a dump. <laughs> I'm gonna go bury some hatchets. I'm right back. Gotta go bury the hatchet. Where's he going? All right, Phil. Oh, that's just my dad. He just likes to take dumps, but he calls it burying the. I don't know. Just it's probably better. <laughs> oh god yep that sounds about right all right uh then and we got the next uh this is the last album before they kind of took a high betas for a while wake up and smell the coffee wake up all right okay i like this one it's uh it's simple 
but it looks cool. <laughs> this would have been this a is better bunch one of... for 99 red balloons. <laughs> yes. 100% agree. This is basically a whole collection of like red balls that all seem to be kind of dropping down to earth at various different speeds or something. It could be just a bunch of cranberries. <laughs> yep. Which that would that would tie in if it was self-titled. Um. <laughs> but it is not. <laughs> so we're going to have another bad connection again, I feel like. Yep. Um I mean, I do like the look of it, so I'm going to give it a seven. I will also give it a seven. I like the look of it as well. Fair enough. Wake up and smell the coffee. I do think is a good title. Um, I don't yes. know that it has much to do with this artwork, but it's a good title. <laughs> Agreed. I, think um, I would also give that a seven. Yep. Same here. Yeah. <laughs> now, One. Yeah. Probably. You've done it again, cranberries. I mean, I'll give it a two just because it's, Kind of like coffee beans. Stretch that taffy. <laughs> really stretch that Just taffy. stretch that taffy. Yeah, it's kind of also <laughs> like bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's also fair. <laughs> oh god! All right. So, so next up, when they came back in 2012 with roses. Roses. Okay. Hold on. This uh, this doesn't really thrill me in any way. <laughs> So, okay. Oh, boy. This is uh, the Three Days Grace cover, <laughs> yes. I'm pretty sure. It's like a band shop, but they tried to Three Days Graceify it a little bit. They did. You said 2012, right? Because that would make yeah. sense. <laughs> yep, this is after that. Um, yeah, it's kind of like, it's not quite black and white. It's more like a bluish tint to it. But, yeah, it's, uh, <laughs> I don't know. Nothing about this says anything to me. I'm going to give this a one. They kind I of, don't like the album yeah. art at all. They buried the t- bottom. They buried the hatchet. Like the, it says the cranberry. It's very large, but they put the title like very small and like plain font. It's like, we didn't care. <laughs> we just weren't trying. We're back. Look at us. <laughs> also roses. <laughs> 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 like it could have had a rose on there somewhere. It's not that tough. Um, name. I probably also want to give that a one because roses isn't very good. <laughs> it's not very creative at all. Connection between the two. Again, one, one. This is just a straight one. Yep. This might be the lowest album we've ever looked at. It's just bad. The problem is, is like if they didn't do so many band shots before, I maybe would have given this a two or a three. <laughs> <laughs> but it's just it's not even like a good band shot. At least bring the couch back. Yep. Oh, you'll like this next one though. <laughs> next up is 2017's Something Else. Good. They've done it. <laughs> they did it. The couch is back. They found it all these years later. And what what I really like about this album is it's basically a recreation of that second album. They're oh. sitting in the exact same yeah. positions. <laughs> it's a different room, but that kind of, you know, demarcates it. And it's just them 20 years later, essentially. Same positions. This is good. I like this one. Yeah. I give it lots of credit for that. So I'm going to give it probably a nine. I'm giving it yeah. a nine. I'd say a nine. 
something else. Um, I like that as a title because it makes sense for this album. This is the one where they were kind of doing uh, acoustic, like a instrument orchestral versions of a lot of their hits. Okay. And then also a couple of new songs that are also acoustic and like orchestral. So it definitely was something else. <laughs> it was not the normal Cranberries album. Um, so I think that title does fit. Okay. Yeah. Pretty well. So I'll say it probably a nine on that one. I'll give it a seven. That's fair. It is something else, but John two and eight. But I don't know. It's all right. It's definitely above average for sure. Yeah. Um, the connection between the two. Oh boy. The problem is. Um, the problem is. This is. <laughs> this is. If you're gonna put a connection between the two. You can't because it's not something else. It's the second album. <laughs> if they sure. named it the Cranberries, we did it again. I'd be like, oh yeah, no, that's fucking good. <laughs> uh, yep, that's true. <laughs> no need to argue anymore. We're still on this couch. <laughs> but, but for real, this isn't something else. It's the same thing. It's completely the opposite of what you're telling me. <laughs> So I have that to give it a very one. Fair. <laughs> I cannot argue with that in the slightest. So yeah, I think one it is. Um, I want to give right, it more, next... but I just can't. <laughs> We've only got one left. This is the one that just came out this year uh, after Dolores's death, called "In the End." Um, this one I'm probably just going to give tens all the way across, just because it feels very fitting for a final album. Uh, after your, your singer has died, uh, it's kind of a shot. It's like a band shot, um, with them in like a junkyard, but it's not them. It's basically kids playing them. Um, which I guess is just to kind of represent, you know, Hey, they were a bunch of kids when they started out and now that, you know, it's all come to an end basically. And they're just kind of looking back on the good old days and where it started, even though they weren't actually, you know, this young, I think when they started or when they met, but they felt like kids compared to what they are now. Anyway, this is an interesting one. I like it. It it definitely, it pulls on the heartstrings for me for sure. Um, and that this band is just kind of looking back on everything they've done and you know, where they started out. And it really just kind of makes you feel bad that it's all come to an end. Yeah. I also know you really like the band, but this is a bias. You're biased. Right? <laughs> yeah, true. But as a final album, under these circumstances, I think that's probably the perfect thing you could have done. I'm going to give the album... Oh, man. It's probably... Hmm. Especially we... since they're known for doing band shots. Right. I'm probably... so you might as well do that, but do something a little bit different, I guess. Yeah, I'll give that a uh, probably a... An eight. I can't say that it's overwhelmingly great. I like that everything's just tie-ins, but if I'm going to separate everything that the Cranberries are, I can't say that this is the greatest album I've ever seen. If I didn't see the word <laughs> the Cranberries behind there, I would say that this is like Sing Street, kind of like, oh, okay. <laughs> oh, uh, I like that. And, and I'm fine with that as well, but as a, just a cover of it, doesn't woo me but yeah i would say it's an eight and that's with me 
just just a little bit of a tie-in that yes, all of them have been banned <laughs> shots. I like the idea of it being kids, and that's why I boost up from what are that, like fucking four, threes and fours up to an eight. So <laughs> that's true. This at least is something else. <laughs> I like that the kids. That would have been a better title. Are a bunch of sticks and garbage. Yeah, <laughs> it's like the uh, the Bill Cosby fucking band, but less rapey. <laughs> <laughs> uh, in, the, uh, end, in the end, I think that's a fitting title for what it is. Um, I mean, on its own, I wouldn't say it was the greatest, but for what, <laughs> yeah. given the circumstances, I think it it fits perfectly. I think I have to throw the tie-in for this one that it just makes the most sense. Um, it's yeah. very sad and unfortunate, and I totally understand why they went with it, so I'd have to give it a 10. And it is the title of the closing album, or the closing song on the album, so. There you go does make sense. Um, the tie-in between the two. Uh, again, I'm going to give this a 10 because I think that it's very fitting, too. At the end, you kind of looking back and seeing the beginning. <laughs> Joshua, help me. Help me. Watch out. <laughs> um, Look at my flipper, Joshua. <laughs> help me. Um <laughs> I would probably say, oh boy. In the end. <laughs> I'm going to give this a six. Damn. Again, I I get it, but as a tie-in, it, in the end, and it's a bunch of kids in a junkyard. It's like, well, <laughs> it could be the end if they drop a car on them. <laughs> Well, again, I think it's just, you know. Well, you're trying to tie the whole album home. together. Uh, yeah. I think you're trying to just tie in everything that is Cranberries together. I'm trying to look at it as like almost like separating, not se- completely separating it out, but I'm trying to tie the words in the end with a bunch of kids in a junkyard. <laughs> it just, to me, <laughs> that doesn't really connect it. So I'm trying to even incorporate some of the tie-in. If there were a bunch of old fucking people, I'd be like, oh, yeah. <laughs> But these are kids. That's not in the, this is like in the beginning. <laughs> yeah, but the one uh, the Dolores kid is kind of you know waving goodbye. <laughs> so that's kind of you know or hello. We don't know. <laughs> <laughs> We're not entirely sure. I need captions. Hello. <laughs> goodbye. <laughs> Bye. I'd like this album cover even more if it was their kids. Do you know if it is or not? Um, not that I'm aware of. Just that would be awesome. Kids. I've also I've thought of that many times, but uh for does it say anywhere? Mm, no. No. Oh. I mean I know Dolores had kids. I don't know. I think they were older by now, probably oh, that though. That makes sense, yeah. <laughs> But all right, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, all right. Well, let's see. They got their average over the eight albums comes out to four point five. That's not, not so good. I think that might be the oh no, three days grace was slightly lower. Wow, <laughs> that's because they had less albums, I think, and we dumped on yeah. a few of them for sure. <laughs> a couple of them got real bad scores. <clears throat> Although this one had the lowest, I think this is the high, the lowest of all low scores though. With that one that was just straight ones. Yeah, honestly, I, I can't get any lower. I'm surprised it didn't drag the average down even more. But yeah, <laughs> birth of crazy, crazy times. 
All right. Well, we're going to take a look at the, uh, the first list of the classic rock, uh, from the eighties songs that we were going to look at, but, uh, we did not have a chance to put that all together this week. Let's just, Hey, let's not call the, (laughs) the, the kettle black here. Let's, let's not pull wool over these people's eyes. All right. Kevin didn't have a chance to listen to the list. (laughs) It's true. I'm so sorry. I, uh, I made the made the list and put them all together and put them all in a in a bracket. And I find it shocking. I forgot. To... <laughs> it's like, Jesus, you went through all that work and you didn't even give it a listen. It's just crazy to me. <laughs> I'm a shameful human being. I hate myself. That's all right. I'll, <laughs> I'll send you some razors. <laughs> I got some space on my inner thigh. <laughs> good, good, good. <laughs> but uh so instead in the meantime we'll uh we'll talk about something uh something else something a little closer to our hearts musically um i will probably not have time to really get all the way into this and we'll probably want to do some research after the fact anyway but i figured we could we talked about this a little bit before but let's talk about putting together the greatest playlist of late 90s early 2000s Radio Disney songs. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> Woo, that's a Spotify one. So I'm just trying yep. to recall the songs that were on Radio Disney, basically. <laughs> so basically, we'll kind of talk about it. We'll try to come up with probably again, not just today. We'll talk about this again next time a little bit. Um, but the top twenty, we'll try to limit it to twenty. And put together a playlist. We'll put it on Spotify, and then we'll put it uh, up on the Facebook page so you can all listen along <laughs> later on. Um, and uh, so we'll kind of just pick our favorites from that time and try to come up with the top 20, essentially. Not in any particular order, but just songs that need to be on there. Okay. Um, all right. I think... I think we'll both agree that the first draft pick. Are you going to say Mamba <laughs> number needs five? To go on there. No, <laughs> I was going to say All Star by Smash Mouth. Oh yeah, that one's good. Yeah, that one's on there. <laughs> That's just a classic. Um, I don't think it's as classic as the Mambo number five with the Disney characters, <laughs> though. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking of that one as well. That one was like, you know, this song that's fucking stupid. Let's make it stupider. <laughs> okay how do we annoy people even more <laughs> yep yep that's a good one all right so but lou bega needed another paycheck so he did it <laughs> he did with daisy duck and Minnie mouse little bit of Minnie on my mind little bit it's the of same daisy song you just changed the names <laughs> little bit of donald's all i need a little bit of goofy on his knees. Oh, we've lost Kevin. My mambo number five usually does that to people, and it's unfortunate that that's what happens. Oh, there he goes. He's starting a little bit slowly. of jiggle. A little jiggle <laughs> in his minds. Okay. All right. That's got to go on there. Uh, hamster dance. Yes, for sure. Hamster dance is a classic. Uh, I've heard that so many times driving around in the fucking work truck back in the day. Uh, Whatever it is. is. Eiffel something. 65. 
<laughs> but why? Eiffel 182. <laughs> well, I guess that's Link 41. Um, All okay. the cool bands have numbers in them. <laughs> um, oh, man, what's that fucking one song? Um, um, I just want to put this on my normal playlist. I always forget about it. Uh, until. Oh, uh, I know one I want to put on there for sure. Oh, go ahead. Gotta have some Upside Down by the 18s. <laughs> what the hell is Upside Down? Upside Down, bouncing off the ceiling. Oh, my God. Inside out. <laughs> Stranger to this feeling. Why did we listen to so much Radio <laughs> Disney? I don't know. We had other options. It's not like we were in a world that didn't have FM radio. <laughs> I mean, I was at work, but <laughs> even outside of work, me and you would listen to it and like call up and shit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Just radio to try to be on their stupid radio. We're all ears. <laughs> It's true. I pulled. I, I pulled that one. <laughs> that should be on the list. We're all ears. <laughs> the we're all ears jingle. Oh, Little did they know I was all thighs. What's that photograph? Oh goddamn! Not not the Nickelback song. <laughs> I got your photograph. Look at this photograph. <laughs> you know what always makes me queef. <laughs> <laughs> that's fair i guess <laughs> i think we're definitely throwing out all the uh backstreet boys and fucking nsync and all that bullshit they tried to play on there no, it's, got, it's gotta go in those are all gone no, it's all gotta go in <laughs> we're trying to pick the good ones are we though are we <laughs> um Man, there was the one song that Derek and I called in. I can't remember the how how it goes. Hmm. When she smiled, I keep feeling that's a completely different song. When she smiled. Oh, you're talking about uh, absolutely the story of a girl. Yeah, story of a girl was on there. Yeah, was it really? Yeah, because that's the one. Wow, that, that's uh, an actual song. Yeah, it was a good one. <laughs> this is story of a girl because uh, Derek and I called in, and that's how I won the uh, <laughs> Little Mermaid two on PlayStation. <laughs> yes and then i just ended up giving did you even have you. a playstation no that's why i gave it to you <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> and clearly i played it so many times played the shit out of it it's like, i love the little mermaid too that's such a not only the best movie, it's way better than little mermaid one they really amped up the graphics nope but yeah <laughs> and i want a football i think it's like a disney football or something Oh, nice. Yep. Like something was good out of this. <laughs> There's plenty of good things <laughs> that came out of it. There was an Elvis song that they played a lot, too. Um, I can't remember which song it was, though. Uh, it's just a very popular Elvis song. I have no idea why they played <laughs> so much of it, but they definitely did. There was definitely a lot of those like older songs that they would play on there because they were kids safe enough. Elvis wouldn't curse, I guess. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> He would just like, die okay, in the he toilet. Him like this. <laughs> then he cursed a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hoagies. <laughs> I'm just really embarrassed right now. <laughs> Hope I don't die here. <laughs> Hope this passes. Fuck. <laughs> 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 
Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, if if Absolutely Story of a Girl was on there, then I'd definitely count that. Yeah, no, that, that was one, a good song. That one definitely was on there. I definitely know that for a fact. Like I said, that's the one that gave me uh, football and Little Mermaid. <laughs> I remember they played the fucking shit out of fucking Who Let the Dogs Out. Oh, yeah, that's got to go on there. Oh, man. <laughs> that song drove me fucking bananas. Most of the Disney radio Disney songs drove everyone bananas. <laughs> that's true. That's just that's what they did. They're that all was their thing. <laughs> Except to hear your complaints about them. <laughs> no one wants that. Um, <laughs> I remember uh, this lady on like the afternoons because we were forced to listen to it at work. Her name was Dee Dee. You remember that? Um, she was annoying as all hell. And we like kept calling into the lines at work just to like talk shit about her. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. Um, it was pretty great. That was a great job. I do not remember a Dee Dee. <laughs> Dee- not ringing any bells. Um, Damn. Man, I wish I want to look it up. Banga Boys. We like to party. Oh, yes. Yes. That was on there all the time. All yeah. The time. The that was classic. Coming, and everybody's jumping. Vanga, Vanga, Bongo. We like to party. We like, we like, we like, we like Bacardi. <laughs> and it became Six Flags. <laughs> yep. But it all started with a mouse. Named Walt Disney. <laughs> I feel like at least one of M2M's songs has to be on there. I remember they were a big thing. Um, there's either Mirror Mirror or Don't Say You Love Me. Uh, oh, Genie in a Bottle was on there. Yeah, that's for sure. Um, what was that? that fucking Bewitched song was on there, too. <gasps> Say la vie? Yeah, say la vie. Yeah, that's going on for sure. Say you will, say you won't. Say you do, but I don't. I don't. Say la vie. I don't know what she says there. <laughs> I made a boom boom. I fired a shotgun. Um, I seem to remember the Crazy Frog version of the Axel Foley song on there a lot. Axel Foley. I don't even know what that is. Oh, weird. <laughs> I don't remember it. It was but... like the Crazy Frog version. Um, um I forgot Crazy Frog was a thing. Yeah. I kind of wish I still forgot. <laughs> oh, the, what about the whole song? The whole song. You got to go dig those holes. That was on there? It had to be, right? That was a Disney movie. Well, that doesn't mean it had to be on there. The Xenon song was on there. Um, Fuck, what was that guy's name? Proton or Proto or something like that? But he would sing his song on the movie, and then that became a Disney song, because I remember listening to it in the, uh, the Access Room. Oh, yeah. Oh, did they ever play the Goofy movie songs on there? I don't seem to remember them very no. much. Damn, those are actually good songs. Yeah, they're amazing songs. Probably the best Disney songs ever, honestly. 
Uh, I just want to look it up, but I feel like I need to just use my memory. Um, Man, there were some good songs. What about that fucking, um, what was that called? Graduation thing? It was like, as we go. Yeah, by vitamin C. Yeah, that's it. (laughs) That's on my playlist. That was on there. It's just on my life playlist. I'm just still waiting to graduate. <laughs> Someday it'll happen. As we go on, we remember all the times we fucked together. <laughs> um, I feel like we have to represent Britney Spears on here somehow. Radio Disney. <laughs> All right. Um, hold on. Oh yeah, that this was is on a bad there. song. Oh my god, some of these are like really good. Oh. Um. All right. So get ready for this. I don't remember that one. By Two Unlimited. I don't know. Oh. Y'all ready for this? Yep, that was on there. That was like an early '90s song, but still good. Yep. It was on. It was on the, the original. Uh, the origination. So 1999 is when this one hit. So 99 is when Radio wow. Disney started. Oh, okay. So these are the uh, the biggest hits in 1999. Let's just let's just go through it, Kev. We've got we've yeah. got to do this. Get ready Pound for this that. by Two Unlimited. Quit playing games with my heart by Backstreet Boys. Boop. Pump up the. <laughs> Pump up the jam. <laughs> uh, Technotronic? Yep. Pump up the jam. Yep. Pump up jam. Pump, pump it. it. <laughs> oh, my God. How did we not get this one? Uh, hold on. I guess this is going to come up. Hanson. But this one's the river? A river? <laughs> no. Yeah, you got to have it. Umbops. You got to <laughs> no. have them umbops. We really don't. <laughs> I feel like you're always just so angry about umbops. Um, <laughs> Woomp. There it went. By tag team. <laughs> it's not how I remember it going, but <laughs> <laughs> I'm just reading off the thing. I must have been on so many drugs in the nineties. Whoop. Whoop. There it went. Whoop. There it went. <laughs> <laughs> That's what they had to change the lyrics to later on. Because it's not there it is anymore. It's not there. So there it went. <laughs> <laughs> it's a brand new hit I for the 2000s. I don't understand why they had to do that, but all right, I'm okay with that. <laughs> uh, the Macarena was on there, and I do remember oh, that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's everybody's favorite radio song. It's true. Akuna Matata. So you just dance along in your car. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, Yoda by Weird Al, and I do remember yes. this. And the saga begins. I remember they played yes, that a lot. Yes, they did. Uh, you Can't Touch This. I'll make a man out of you by Tony Osmond <laughs> from Mulan. It's from Mulan. Oh yeah, yeah. Tony Osmond music from Mulan. Apparently, choice. He probably was the singing actor in there. Um, uh, go speed racer, go. <laughs> yes, that's on there. Ghostbusters by Ray Parker Jr. is on there. Yes. Wipeout. By Steve Vai. That was on there. 
Uh, I got you. I feel good by James Brown. <laughs> Brown. Okay. Uh, let's get together uh, by MMC, featuring MMC. JC Chazes. Oh, you remember that one? <laughs> uh, I am rubber by I ate paste, <laughs> and it's the it's a capital I, and then it's a dash number eight paste. <laughs> This is going on a separate list called I Need to Listen to This Later On. <laughs> uh, I'll Be There for You, which is funny. I like that one. I'll be there for you. I didn't know that was on there, to be honest with you. Uh, which one is that? It's by Solid Harmony E. Oh, Solid Harmony E. I'll be there for you. Hmm. All right. Well, moving into 2000, because this is when we, I think, really got into it. Um, yeah. Which is just sad. We've got the Disney Mambo number five. We already talked about that. <laughs> yep. I'll Never Break Your Heart by Backstreet Boys. Soda Pop by Britney Spears. I'll Be Your Everything by one. Youngstown. I don't remember Soda Pop either. Um, oh, Just the Two of Us by Will Smith. That's got to go on there. <laughs> oh, yeah. Just the Two of Us. Yeah. They Reflection. the shit out of that. Yep. Uh, Reflection by Christina Aguilera. The Saga Begins by Where It yeah. Uh Boogie Shoes by KC and the Sunshine Band. <laughs> wow. How is that such a hit and Radio Disney in 2000? Like 20 fucking five years after it came out, probably. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, True to Your Heart by 98 Degrees. Yeah, there we go. That's a band for <laughs> God, I hate Pace makes another appearance on this list. <laughs> I'm just so happy. Yes. Uh, we will rock. song this time? Uh, it's Let's Go. Let's Go. Not I Am Rubber. <laughs> <laughs> it should have been And You Are Glue. Um, <laughs> uh, we Will Rock You and We Are the Champions by Queen. We it's... Are Family by Sister Sledge. Uh, YMCA. <laughs> Couldn't make the 99. They're like, no, 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 this is too risque. <laughs> 2000. Okay, I'm cool with that. Yep. Now these kids are uh, uh, mature enough to handle this kind of material. No, no, no. Uh, boom Da Boom by Goldo. <laughs> boom Da Boom. Uh, one, wow. One for Sorrow by Steps. Oh, my God. Girl You Shine by Aaron Carter. That needs to go on there. <laughs> I don't even remember that. Oh, All I remember Eric was the time Carter. he beat Shaq. <laughs> Man, Eric Carter was like the biggest thing in like 2000. God damn, everybody loved that, yeah. that small boy child. <laughs> uh, Loving You, Loving Me by Jason Rays. I don't know which one that is. Hmm. That was Jason Mraz before he got the mm. <laughs> <laughs> Before he got promoted to Mraz. Um... <laughs> All right, 2001. Back Here by B.B. Mac. I don't know what that one is. Mama oh, Mia. I remember B.B. Mac, but I don't know if I remember that song. Oh, my God, yeah, Mama Mia by 18s. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the 18s, didn't they cover a bunch of, like, fucking Probably. songs? I remember they did Dancing Queen, too, I think. Yeah, I think you're right. Uh, all right, All Star, of course, we got by Smash Mouth. How Do I yeah. Feel the Burrito Song <laughs> by Hoku. <laughs> <laughs> I need to hear this. <laughs> uh, jumpin' Jumpin' by Destiny's Child. Oh, there we go. The Hamster Dance song. That's so good. By Hampton yeah. the Hamster. Duh. <laughs> uh, Dance With Me by Debella Morgan. 
uh, Think About You by Britney Spears. Uh, we Like the Party, Vanga Boys. <laughs> yep. Don't Say You Love Me by M2M. Yeah, that's a good jam. Vacation, is it? <laughs> don't say you love me. You don't even know me. <laughs> is it? Uh, and then we've been... <laughs> Vacation by Vitamin C. So a little bit more Vitamin C in there, huh? Oh, all right. We're going to be healthy. So healthy. Dancing in the Street <laughs> by Myra. If you want to huh. dance, Nobody's Angel. Uh, upside Down. There you go. Tick and Tack. And, tick and Tack. <laughs> that was a prequel to TikTok. <laughs> and then Valentino <laughs> by Bowling for Soup. Wow. Huh. I don't uh, remember that one. Didn't they? It was 1985 on Radio Disney? Or was that too edgy? I think it was too edgy. That, I don't <laughs> yeah. even. I have no idea, to be honest with you. I stopped listening <laughs> to Radio Disney probably my freshman year, which will be coming up here uh, very soon. Um, so this is another one from 2001, uh, but this is a later 2001 here. Nice. Um, so we got Halfway Around the World by A-Teens. Bounce by Aaron Carter. Oh. Perfect Day by Hoku. The Answer to Our Life by the Backstreet Boys. No More Baby, <laughs> I'ma Do It Right by 3LW. <laughs> okay. Uh, Don't know that one, but it sounds great. <laughs> Blue Dabba Dee Dabba 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 by Eiffel 65. Supergirl by Crystal. It Happens Every Time by Dream Street. <laughs> <laughs> That's the greatest album or song title I've ever heard in my life. I know. If that was an album title that we looked at, that would get a definite 10. That sounds like a simple plan title to a song. <laughs> it happens every time. <laughs> uh, Miracles Happen by Myra. Who Woke Snow White Up by Baja Men. They had another song. What? <laughs> Who Woke Snow White Up? <laughs> I bet that's what it is. <laughs> oh my God. You're probably not. Not even joking, honestly. You're probably dead out. <clears throat> Last Flight Out by Plus One. Never Again, True Vibe. I Want to Be With You by Mandy Moore. I Think I Love You by Casey. Spinning Around, <laughs> Jump Five. And then I Want to Love You Forever, Jessica Simpson, back when she was a thing. Oh, yeah. Back when she was relevant. Wow. Uh, so many of those I realize I don't know. <laughs> I know, I know. Uh, all right, now we're going to go into 2002, which is weird because this is literally a year after that one. So the last one was September of 2001. This one is now September of 2002. Call Me, Beep Me by... If you Chris want to reach me. Uh, Christina Milian. Can't Help Falling in Love by the 18s. Juliet <laughs> by LMNT. Move It Like This by the Maha Men. What the fuck? Oh, I literally thought they had one not song. That's a who one. Me too. Uh, um, oh, Aaron. <laughs> yeah, this one's Aaron by Aaron Carter. Carter. Yeah, <laughs> Of course. <laughs> I'll give you a guess. Oh, Aaron. Uh, I'm going to make you love me. Say Hank Aaron. <laughs> uh, I'm going to make you love me by Play. What Makes You Different Makes You Beautiful by Backstreet oh. Boys. Everything, M2M, Pop, Deep Dish Cha-Ching Remix by NSYNC. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> Get a Clue by Simon and Milo. 
Kids in America. Oh, my God. Yeah, I remember some of these for sure now. Kids in America by No Secrets. Kryptonite by Three Doors Down. I yeah. That was on wow, there. Yeah. That was um, a Disney song. Yeah. So it was Play is Gonna Play by 3LW. <laughs> God Bless the USA by Jump 5. And I Say Yeah by Dream Street. <laughs> right. I Say Nay. 2003 is basically when I stopped listening to this, I believe. Um, but we'll go through, I think, we'll do two more years. Yeah. Uh, or at least I'll just Sweet try to pull guy. some uh, that are relevant that we would know. Uh, I Can't Wait by Hillary Duff. Dig it. Detent Boys. Up, up, up by Rose uh, Falcon. <laughs> You're the One by LMNT. The Tide is High. Uh, Atomic Kitten. Sing a Simple hmm. Song, which is weird because this one's also by Hampton the Hamster. So I want to kind of know... One of those wow. songs they did. That's crazy. He had a whole career. Yeah, apparently. All I Could Do by Jump 5. That's so Raven. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm fine, except for that's the theme song to That's So Raven. How do I know that? <laughs> because it has also the length of all the songs on the list, and that one's 49 <laughs> seconds. <laughs> Why did they do that? Us Against uh... the World uh, by Play, Don't Stop Moving, S Club 7. My, oh my god, I forgot about S Club 7. Oh yeah, they had a show, remember that? That was where uh, Underpants came yeah. from. Really? <laughs> yep. Underpants. <laughs> um, my Baby by Lil Romeo. Last One Standing, Triple Image, You Make Me Feel Like a Star by the Blue Sisters. All for Love by Stevie Brock. And then Floor Filler by 18s. It was 18s, man. Yeah, they were getting around. Um... Okay. They'll never beat upside down. Uh, we've got <laughs> Come Clean by Hilary Duff, Cinderella by the Cheetah Girls. Oh, I remember that one. Punk Rock 101 by Bowling for Soup. Because You Live, Jess, uh, Jesse McCartney. Uh, <laughs> because You Live. Because You Live. Why'd you have to be born? <laughs> because You Live. Everywhere, That's Michelle Branch. Happy, because You Live. That, that one makes sense. Uh, Everywhere by Michelle Branch. Geek yeah, Love, Fab Yeah, that's three. a good one. Backflip, Raven Simone. Uh, come on, come on, yeah, Smash Mouth. Come yes. on, come on, and tell me. Tell me. Tangled up in me. Uh, I kind of, I feel like I know that one. Sky Sweetenham, Ordinary Day, <laughs> Vanessa Carlton, Graduation. There it is. Vitamin C, Drama yeah. Queen, Lindsay Lohan. <laughs> I forgot. Oh, she tried to make music. Oh my God, Drama Queen by Will Friedle. What? Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Wrong song. The Naked Mole Rat by Will Friedle. <laughs> oh, okay. I guess that makes sense. <laughs> uh, I'm Over It by Everlife and Over It. <laughs> I'm Over It. And then they put a song called Over It. I'm Over It. <laughs> well, yeah, me too. Uh, by uh, Annalise Van Dippol. All right. Let's see if I can pull out any randos. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, I'll just read these off. Do you believe in magic? Yes. <laughs> What's your name? I'm just going to read some of the titles. Uh, Pop Princess, Lonely, Dance for You, The Cha-Cha Slide, Somehow Made It oh, On. Uh, wow. Yeah, that's pretty cool. That's I feel cool. like I only hear that at weddings. Yes. <laughs> never on any kind of radio station. Well, you heard it on Radio Disney. Uh, <laughs> Snake, A Tail Feather, Axel F, Skater Boy. Uh, <gasps> almost, <laughs> which is weird. Almost has a Radio Disney edit uh, by Bowling for Soup, so that's interesting. Just the way I am, uh, go figure, and that's good. Hmm. Oh yeah, lonely. 
Yeah, Lonely by Aiken. You remember the song? Lonely. I'm so lonely. <gasps> yeah, I do remember that. I need oh, my God. I forgot about that. On <laughs> my own. <laughs> if we were a movie by Hannah Montana, Bad Day by Daniel Powder, come back to me, Vanessa Hudgens. You can see her vagina if you search the, uh, search the internets. Life is a Highway, oh. Rascal Flats, Strut by the Cheetah Girls, Right Where You Want Me by Jesse, McCart- or Jesse McCartney, Unwritten by Natasha Bedingfield, I Could Get Used to This by Everlife, Dance With Me by Drew Seeley, Cool by Gwen Stefani, Vertical, T-Squad, uh, Chemicals, <laughs> Chemicals React by Allie and AJ, Wake Up by Hilary Duff, Beverly Hills by the Weezer, and Start of Something wow. New, Cast of the High School Musical. Yeah, it was definitely out by this point. I definitely did not hear basically any of these, except for the ones that <laughs> I just knew from good good radio stations. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm just going to read any relevant ones. we got Bub- Bubbly on here by Colby Calais. Uh Hey There Delilah by Plain White Tees. Nice. i uh, got a, some Jonas Brothers on here, Miley Cyrus on here, more Hillary Duff. I can't believe she made so much music. I didn't even know that. Home by Daughtry. Yeah. She made a shit done. Zach Efron did a song. Demi Lovato. Taylor Swift. Teardrops on my guitar. The pop version. Uh, Fly on a Wall by Miley Cyrus. I don't know what that is. Uh, Selena Gomez did a song. Uh, <laughs> Why? Why would you do this? Uh, Justin Bieber uh, did a jam in 2010. 2010 is when this <laughs> ended, by the way. Definitely right. in the dark times. Oh, weird. it's not even around anymore? No, it's not around. It ended in 2010. Um, Damn. Um, so we got Justin Bieber, Owl City, more Miley Cyrus, Nick Jonas, and the administration. <laughs> Apparently they broke <laughs> up, and he just decided to bring his uh, uh, HR department. Um <laughs> Yeah, that's basically it. Not a whole lot of other stuff that came out. It was mostly just the weird poppy bullshit. Um, <laughs> a lot of that. A lot of holiday jams during that time, uh, like Jingle Bell Rock and all that stuff during Christmas, all all your just typical Christmas stuff there. Um, they have all that stuff on here as well, apparently. <laughs> um, some 2005 shit. Um, but yeah, there we go. That is the Radio Disney jams for the most part. Yeah. Did I like any of it? Yeah. Yeah, I did. <laughs> Some. I like, I like the hamster for dance. For sure. Oh, God. The hamster dance is great. That's what I really want to hear is other songs now. <laughs> How do you follow that up? You don't. That's the thing. You just don't. <laughs> How many songs about hamsterness can there be? <laughs> At least one more. <laughs> yeah. Got a whole album about being a hamster. <laughs> I can't believe. I can't believe uh, it's actually done now. I guess that makes sense though, because I haven't heard anything. And weird, weirdly enough, that that was like on. Wasn't that AM or uh, FM radio? It was AM. Yeah. Oh, it was AM. Oh, yeah. You're right. Yep. It was AM. Yep, 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 yep. And when you're right, you're Those right. are crazy times. It's a crazy taxi. I guess that does make sense because it seems like most radio stations are gone now. <laughs> they are. Um, Even good ones. And I'm okay no with one that. No listens to it anymore. 
I mean, you just pick and choose what you want to listen to now. It's uh, immediate satisfaction in the world, which is fine mm-hmm. on some account. And I get to listen to the music that I want to listen to instead of waiting 45 minutes to hope to God that they play the song that I heard four hours ago. <laughs> oh, God, what was that song? I just need to know what it was called. I have no idea. I just need to know. Man, I did that so many times. Do you got that song with the drums? <laughs> <laughs> we did call in so many times to Radio Disney, though, and we definitely re- definitely requested so many different songs and whatnot. Uh, we tried to win yep. stuff. Oh, man. Left birthday messages on that fucking birthday line. Yeah. For people we didn't even know. Yeah. <laughs> God, those are fun times. <laughs> the best of times. Yeah, that was a lot of fun, though, back in the day. But, yeah, I've only won one thing. And uh, I want some stuff from uh, the Fox Kids Club. They used to have a radio show before Radio Disney, probably like early-ish 90s. Oh. I want a couple of things from them. Whoa. What'd you win? Do you remember? Um, One of them, I think one was like one of those, uh, let's see. One was, I think it was off the radio show. I won the, uh, they put on an album of Power Ranger songs. <laughs> Like songs from the show and that kind of thing. Uh-huh. And I won a copy of that album. Oh. Um, and the other big one, it was, I think what it was one of the uh, ones they had on the Fox like TV channel, where it was like, send a postcard, blah, blah, blah. And most, you know, you could win the X-Men arcade game and all this other stuff. And like, I didn't win that, but I was one of the hundred, you know, 100 other people will win the smaller prize. And I was one of those 100 other people. And I got the entire first season of X-Men on VHS. <laughs> what's vhs <laughs> vhs is what we used to watch our porn on <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty good though that's a pretty good score yeah it was pretty sweet I've, i still have those those tapes are great I, I need to get that show on fucking dvd like dvd sometime yeah the whole series i've been thinking about possibly watching that uh avatar the not the movie um the <laughs> oh, last, last airbender yeah I keep going back and forth. I've heard nothing but incredible things about that. And they mm-hmm. have it at like Walmart. For, I mean, it's so cheap. You can get the entire series. I think it was like $19. And I was like, Jesus. Uh, do I want to get it? Do I want to do that? But then no, I don't know. But yeah, it's super cheap. Yeah, that's a good price. Nothing else. It's probably pretty good. Oh, I'm sure it is. Everybody I mean, in the world can't be wrong. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty hard <laughs> for that to happen. But my gosh. <laughs> Unless it's on an elaborate con on you. <laughs> I'm starting to rewatch. Yeah, that's true. I'm starting to rewatch a lot of the Stranger Things, at least the second season. I forgot how oh, amazing nice. the show is. But the weirdest part is on YouTube, uh, they just posted a video of a lot of the kids from Stranger Things, which I might add, I don't believe they're even kids anymore. The black kids got just a straight up goatee. So <laughs> I don't know how they're continuing. They're this. all drinking. They're all <laughs> over 21 at this point. Like the kid who plays Mike. Basically turned into 11. There's no doubt about that. Oh, no. That's not good. Yeah, he's uh, he's shot up like a rocket. That's for sure. He's super <laughs> tall. And he's got long hair and a very, very Jewish nose. <laughs> oh, boy. We get a double dose of him this year. Well, in chapter two. Oh, actually, no, probably not. Unless there's flashbacks. Yeah, I mean, I doubt that there's... Yeah, unless there's flashbacks, that's the only reason, but... Uh, I would think there's got to be some flashbacks. <laughs> I hope so, but I hope they shot it before they decided to get him in it. Or before he shot up like a rocket. <laughs> these damn kids decided to go through puberty. Yeah, I know. 
I mean, they, I'm telling you, most of them don't even look the same. Like the kid who plays uh, Will. Oh, God, dude. He doesn't even look like Will anymore. <laughs> he turned into Carrot Top. He's just jacked and roided out. He doesn't even have like the, I mean, I'm sure he gets his haircut and stuff like that. But I'm wondering if they just filmed a lot of it because I know that they got like a contract or whatnot for multiple uh, yeah. seasons. So I'm hoping they fucking shot it all already because if not, I don't know how much I'm going to really like the damn Stranger Things. I like the fact that they were kids. Yeah. The one yeah, they're gonna be in college. It's going to be the college years by now. Yeah. <laughs> by the time they get season five. The extreme Stranger Things. <laughs> the strangest thing about having a threesome in your dorm room. <laughs> the strangest oh, thing no. about having sex with Eleven is she can do things with her mind. <laughs> She's massaging my prostate right now <laughs> from across the room. <laughs> and then and then Dustin pulls his damn finger out of Will's butt. <laughs> Did you hear about that show he's been doing? The Which Dustin one? kid? Uh, no. He's doing like a prank show? Oh, uh, no. Oh, he's uh, apparently in a lot of trouble. <laughs> really? People are not happy. Uh, he was, I think it's on Netflix or at least I don't know if they pulled it or what, but he was basically doing a prank show where they would find people that, uh, like were unemployed and basically fool them into thinking they had jobs. (laughs) But then it's like, Oh, it's all a prank. (laughs) It's like, Oh, that seems very mean spirited. (laughs) I secretly want to watch this show though. Like where, how can I find this? I know it does seem like, wow. Um, yeah, I think it's on Netflix. We can find it. I will definitely be watching that after this. (laughs) That sounds like my type of show. (laughs) Turns out your grandfather wasn't actually dead. What? Grandpa, Grandpa, Grandpa Joe's still alive? No, we're just kidding. He's still dead. What the fuck? What the I fuck? hate you. Why did you say Why these awful things? This? But you're on kicked in the nuts. It's okay. <laughs> Look, the camera's no, right we're here trying to get there. more metaphorical. We want to kick you in. Oh, we lost you again. Got to touch that controller. It's the only way. Got to touch that controller. But yes, metaphorical nuts. The mind nuts. He's coming back. I'm back. I can sense him. (laughs) I can sense him and I like some... You know what rabbit hole I fell into again uh, last night and into this morning (laughs) was... um, Did you ever see the show? I'm guessing you probably didn't. But the VH1 show, um, Bands Reunited? No. Oh, so good. I used to fucking love that show. Um, I, I'm, again, I'm probably not up your alley so much because it's about a lot of '80s bands. Gross. But even even if you weren't like a big fan of the band, like just the show itself is like very fascinating and cool to see because it's all these like bands who broke up, you know, like a long time ago and shit, and they're trying to like track all the members of the band down now in like 2004 or five, whenever they filmed the show and uh, try to like get them to reunite for like a one-time event, get them to play again and stuff like that. And it's just so crazy because all these people have like, they were like in massive bands in the eighties and now they're like doing menial jobs, like working a bulldozer and shit like that. I'm a postman. (laughs) 
<laughs> and they're trying to like bring them back or some of them that like went on without, you know, the rest of the band and did other musical things. And there's always all, all kind of bad blood about how they broke up and that kind of shit. Any so there's a lot of bands? drama and shit. Uh, I mean, probably not ones you'd be that interested in. Any that you like? <laughs> yeah, a lot of them I like. Um, Flock of Seagulls was on there. Dramarama, Berlin, uh, ABC, Haircut 100. You're right. Squeeze. <laughs> These are all awful bands. <laughs> no, they're so, so good. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very, very sorry. <laughs> oh, yeah, but they're good. Good episodes. Nice. I love that show. And it's weird because, like, sometimes they don't manage to pull it off. Oh. There was one, like the squeeze one, like literally everyone was like, oh, you, uh, most people had pretty much signed on for sure. There was like one guy who was kind of like, uh, I don't know. And then like all of a sudden they go to the actual time where they're supposed to be having it. And like one guy was like, oh, yeah, I can't make it with my schedule or whatever. And the other guy was also in his band, so he couldn't do it. And the one guy who was like the first to sign on was like, uh, yeah, it's probably not the right time to do this. So he pulled out. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> it's just like, all right. So they kind of scrapped the whole thing and they called the episode, you know, off very short. It was only about a half hour long instead of the usual hour. Dang. Speaking of scheduling <laughs> issues, did you hear about Robert Pattinson? No. Yeah, apparently, at least the, just before we started, I saw on Facebook that he might be pulling out as Batman because uh, of a scheduling issue. Yeah. I didn't look into really? it yet, but yeah, it was something that was on BuzzFeed or whatever the hell it was on Facebook. How did they not know that <laughs> ahead of time? I don't know, especially when I've heard that. Or <laughs> last thing I read before this was he signed up for to do like three of them. Yeah. I heard like it was down to him and Nicholas Holt. And they basically already pre-come up with contracts being like, in case we give it to you, you know, you got to sign now basically for a couple of movies. So how did they not already vet this and figure out that he wouldn't be available? Why Nicholas Holt? (laughs) Why are they going for young people? (laughs) It's got, it's Batman. Batman. (laughs) Well, I mean, they are trying to go younger, I guess, because this is a prequel to like the Affleck stuff, but... I mean, to be fair, neither of them's that young. They're probably both in their 30s. <laughs> it's bad man. <laughs> that is a man. It, oh, I know. Trust me. I, but I, they do. They are I kind know. of youngish looking for <laughs> I, sure. I know. <laughs> I'm just going to like write in a comment and just say, well, I'm available. <laughs> you should. <laughs> that way they can see a bad man. <laughs> I won't even go to Marysville that week. <laughs> I couldn't do Batman because of scheduling issues because I have to go to Marysville. <laughs> be the ultimate kick in the pants. I would, I'd fucking quit in a heartbeat if they said, yeah, we'll give you the job. I'm like, all right. <laughs> Fuck you, Nuzio, too, and I'd probably take a shit on somebody's doorstep. <laughs> Fuck you, my Batman. <laughs> <laughs> Come step in my guano. <laughs> so good. And so true. What if they're like, you have to shave your beard, though? <laughs> uh, I knew that that'd be coming. That just has to happen. <laughs> Goodbye, beard. And hello, butt chin. <laughs> Batman and his butt chin. Oh, that'd be the best look. <laughs> that butt chin and the cowl. <laughs> yep. It would be really good. They'd be like, <laughs> I'd be like going up to like, uh, I don't know, the, the penguin. It'll be like, 
Where's the guns? Where's the trigger? And the penguin would be like, is, is that, is that your butt chin? <laughs> Pokes it with his umbrella. <laughs> <laughs> My umbrella's going right into your butt chin. Stop doing that. Where's the guns? Where's the, stop, just stop there. Where's the guns? <laughs> Batman does so much, puts this whole costume on to try and hide his identity. Little does he realize that butt chin is very distinguishable. All we have to do is find someone with that butt chin. And then we know he forgot to hide his most distinguishable asset. We have to just put a glass slipper on his butt chin to see if it fits. (laughs) Put some glass underpants on that butt chin. These are all these are all true things. <laughs> oh god! Well, it's been great, right. everybody. I think we're <laughs> I think we're done here. We've talked enough about so. my butt chin. <laughs> At least for this week's quota. Um. All right. Oh, well, we'll do that next time. I'll just try to remember everything. I can't remember <laughs> anything though. All righty. <laughs> Well, everybody, oh. I hope you guys have a great rest of your weekend. It's good to be back. Also, I'm going to plug this a little bit. Kevin and I are doing a new podcast called The Company Bear Factory. <laughs> where we this isn't a rerun, it. I swear. <laughs> it's a revamp where you get to learn all about life's unknown facts. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, we're just basically bringing back the Gummy Bear Factory with a new format, uh, something that's a little bit better for not only my schedule and Kevin's schedule, but just a little bit in in general, just because my life is fairly chaotic right now. Um, But yeah, I I really like it. Um, Check it out. I'll be posting it sometime this weekend. This will probably get posted Mm -hmm. next weekend, so who knows? But uh, I hope you guys have a great rest of your weekend. I'm Peter Jank. That's Kevin Jank. And as always, remember to flip that tip and there's something on the wing. Some <laughs> thing. Bye. That old plan. Lisa needs breaks. That old plan. Lisa needs breaks. That old plan. Lisa needs braces. That old plan. Lisa needs braces.